It is Tuesday. I'm Lisa Page. I have a special, super-duper, extra-exciting guest in the studio. But before we get into that, let me tell you about Bill Bar. As you know, they just launched in August. All new bars, six new flavors, in a new formulation. They are so good. I mean, they were good before, but they're really good now. They're extra. All right, so if you go to BillBar.com and you type in Lisa Page, you will get a little discount uh, when you check out. It's super easy. My name never expires. Again, I've told you this before for the last two years. Like I've told you this before, but I've also told you the last two years. These are my favorite protein bars. My kids love them. The only person that has not been able to enjoy the best bars ever is uh, my husband, Stu, because he's a vegetarian. <laughs> is that the demeaning way of saying vegetarian yes a vegetarian a vegetarian yes they, they, they're not vegetarian we've been begging them to to build mm-hmm. some built bars that are vegetarian well, they but have, not yet not yet maybe when a vaccine comes out then built bar will magically <laughs> find a way to make them vegan anyway go to builtbar.com code lisa page for your discount <phone rings> Stu is here he's joining me this was a super duper last minute podcast with you i gave you no notice you're basically saying that i'm i'm your last resort the last resort guest you're my afterthought thank you (laughs) (laughs) well this was not a planned podcast episode like normally i have ideas of where i want to go what i want to talk about but you know something came up (laughs) something kind of popped up did it yes uh today you're hearing this podcast on tuesday but it's really like 10 o'clock on monday night so we're recording this we are very tired but we are doing this for you last week i was on your show and we discussed briefly this book it's called anti-racist baby Mm. Mm -hmm. at target by ibram x kendi Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah he's the writer and I was shocked to read this title right yeah, there. And you had found it first. You you had found it in, in a Target, which is why we kind of brought you on the show to discuss your little find, which was a book that basically tries to, on the surface, tries to tell babies not to be racist, <laughs> which I have seen so many racist babies, these bastards. Oh. They're constantly, I mean, I've, you know how many burning crosses are planted <laughs> by little babies every year? I'm sure there's a company, a mobile company that sells <laughs> burning crosses that you can put over your child's crib at night right? so they can go to bed knowing that they are anti-racist. Yeah. That's uh, that's pretty much the, the vision of the world that is painted by Ibram Kendi and, and many others who are in this sort of movement. And it's, it's mm-hmm. interesting to see something like that pitched not only to little children, but at a target. Right. At a target. Right. Like this this idea that um, you should be teaching your babies not to be racists. Now, look, everyone, of course, agrees that racism is bad, which is why this is effective. Right. Like, you know, the idea of being why is it why is it offensive to call someone a racist? Because everybody agrees is a bad thing. Right. It, you know, that loses its power when everyone agrees with you. Mm-hmm. Right. So instead, what would they have done over the past, you know, I mean, 10 years in academia, maybe a little bit longer but really over the past couple of years to the mainstream is to change the definition of the word racism. Mm-hmm. So like when we were growing up, racism was pretty simple, right? Like it was the Martin Luther King vision of racism. Mm-hmm. You judge someone only by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. Right. Nice and easy. Um, and that's always what it's been. It's a, it's, you judge someone on their merit. You judge someone as an individual. You don't judge them as, as, a, as a member of a group. You judge them as an individual person. Right. You don't assume right. without talking to the person, without knowing their character you don't look at somebody that's not the same color as you and automatically stereotype them. Right. That is what we were always told was yeah. what racism was. And we talked about this on your show. Yeah. And of course, I believe everyone, if I, at least everyone I've ever known, 
agrees with that sentiment. Mm -hmm. um, so the concept was to change the definition of, of racism from that concept to something that we see in, featured in books like Ibram Kendi's books, like White Fragility, this concept that basically white people are inherently racist because mm -hmm. they're white and they're part of a system that favors white people, mm -hmm. whether they had anything to do with it or right, not. Right. So it makes you kind of, it's, it's, an, it's an unwinnable situation if you're white. You either are a racist or you're admitting all the time that you're racist, which gets you in their little club. Um, you know, and so that's one, it, there's, you know, high level sort of college uh, class type of jargon that's mixed in here, but to pitch that to babies at Target <laughs> is a whole nother situation. So you got a little upset about that. Yeah. Uh, so I quickly took the book off the shelf. <laughs> this is well, this is a, a little question. Okay, well, wait. There's a two part. This is two parts here, though. Mm -hmm. Because when I came on your show last week, this was before my – Weekend Adventure. This was before right. I actually replaced the book. Yeah. When I first read the book, and this is what caught the attention of a lot of people uh, today. When I first saw the book, I was with my girlfriend, Brittany, and I really quickly just sped through the pages, reading them and just commenting my first impression of like what this book was. And I was just shocked and speechless, honestly, that this book even exists. I just wasn't expecting it. You know what I mean? Like literally I was down a an aisle five seconds prior getting a pink tumbler for Ainsley. And then I turn the corner and I see this book. This is a concept that basically everything now is racism. You can't right. watch it's, an NFL can't game. You can't it. watch a yeah. baseball you game. Can't you can't watch a basketball it. game. It's constantly everyone focused about this one immutable characteristic. Yeah. Why? Why race over nine million other ones? Right. Why not eye color? Why not hair color? Right, right, why, right, right. why does it have to be skin color? I don't know. I like, know. These are just the rules that are made. And so for whatever reason... Uh, our our lives now are supposed to be continually filled with obsession about skin color and now, um, was, accusations. Right, exactly, and right. that's what's so frustrating is like we were told the opposite. We were told content of the character, not color of their skin. Now the overwhelmingly most important thing that we're supposed to think about every day is color of skin. Mm -hmm. In fact, that's exactly what Kendi preaches in his, his books is that that it's it's something that's so important you have to acknowledge it all the time and think about it all the time uh robin d'angelo is the same way and this is like it's it's totally against everything that was taught to us and what i th you know i know what we teach our kids right mm -hmm. like it's to make sure that you don't think about that that you judge the person based on the color uh, based on the content of their character and not the color of their skin but what we hear all the time is you don't understand this is a lot of the stuff that i got today oh this girl doesn't understand she's a white privileged mom yeah. she's never she's never walked a day in a life of a black person that's the majority of the comments or the type of spin yeah. i got today with this video yeah because there's a pushback some somebody i guess wrote about it you know some uh instagram person well, wrote let me about read it, or it whatever. because i'm actually kind of, i'm kind of flattered that i was pulled out of the crowd to have this <laughs> tweeted about me well yeah and and in the video of you kind of uh hiding the book at target was picked up because largely of the appearance of it right like it mm -hmm. says you're hiding a book that says anti-racist that must mean that you don't that you like racism, I think, is the is the accusation, which is completely absurd. But also, exactly why the book is and the movement is called anti-racist, right? How could you possibly be against it? That's why it's structured that way. Exactly. So it's like saying, like, we're the pro, we love kittens foundation, right? Like, what you're against the we love kittens foundation? Yeah. Obviously, everyone loves well, not everyone loves kittens, but a lot of people love kittens. Yeah. 
Therefore, it's difficult to disagree with. So I, uh, of course, somebody messaged me this morning. They're like, well, somebody posted your video and it's on the internet. So I promptly wrote back, I did, <laughs> dummy. And then I blocked her. This is all I've been doing all day, literally, is blocking people, blocking people, blocking people, blocking people. Uh, it has been very oh. consistent. I need an assistant, honey. Can yep. you please get me an assistant? We could do that. I think <laughs> uh, I, I like the, now I don't know. I don't know Instagram all that well, but I'm a big fan of the mute button. Yeah. Like if you've ever said anything, you know, that annoyed me, you're not blocked. You could keep blabbing into the ether forever. You just keep yelling insults <laughs> and I never see them. I love that concept that people are still continuing to waste time insulting yeah, me while right. I'm not there. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if that, if that, is that a feature on, on There Instagram? is. Yeah. But I would just rather not have these people follow me at all because yeah. they're definite haters. But anyway, someone posted, uh, imagine seeing a children's book on being a good person and automatically getting this upset about it. Hashtag anti-racist baby literally teaches kids to not be racist. Apparently this lady has a problem with that. So of course... Uh, this one social media girl, I'm not even going to give the satisfaction of giving out this lady's name, <laughs> but she posted my video. And so all day long, I've been called a C-U-N-T, a white bitch, uh, yeah. ba 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 all this day This is the long. intellect level of, the, of a person who would write that, right? Right. Like, you know, ima imagine, uh, you know imagine being instantly triggered like this like this is not something that instantly triggered you right you've you've been on television about it but yeah. these people are so stupid like they, they come into this conversation late and think they're smart yeah right so what the problem is they're coming in they're coming two in weeks late two weeks late and not knowing any of the setup the fact that not only have you posted videos on it before but you've also been on television and i'll be on again uh, tomorrow on, with chad prather you'll be on chad prather's show coming up so like you know this is something that you've discussed multiple times they are just learning about it. So you actually have a lot more information about the story than they do. Part of this is you just have to realize the internet is dumb. Mm -hmm. It's filled with dumb mm -hmm. people who say mm -hmm. dumb things. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, obviously, I know you're not bothered by it, but it's, it is one of those things that I think a lot of people get harassed in these situations. You post your opinion and you get harassed by a bunch of people who kind of like come out of the woodwork and, and come after you. You're in the media. You've been dealing with this for a long time, but it's like for regular people, it's, it could be, you know, really disruptive. Well, so this girl posts this about uh, the book and the video and sends me this open letter. Dear Lisa, you don't know me and I don't know you, but I think we should talk Blah, blah, blah. Getting down to the fourth paragraph. Um, watching you equate, this is where, this is where now I'm absolutely racist because I support Trump. Watching you equate being anti-racist with a political party is also very telling. But being anti-racist is not political. It's a moral stance. It's a human stance. It demands that everyone in the room see each other as equal in human beings. Really? Because, I don't know, uh, the BLM movement clearly does not see that. Doesn't see that with police. Doesn't see that with uh, elders that are just walking. Uh, Rochester last weekend, a bunch of people sitting outside minding their own business, not doing a thing, get attacked. It's awful. So... Okay, yeah, you're well, wrong there. Right, and, and and to point out too that that, that is not at all what Ibram Kendi no. wants is equality. No. In fact, he's outwardly said multiple times he doesn't want it. Notice the difference. You'll notice the difference in terminology. When we grew up, it was equality, right? Mm -hmm. It was equality. Everyone deserves an equal opportunity, right? You start off at the beginning of life. You got an opportunity to make it, make whatever you can out of your life, right? Yeah. That's changed now. Oh yeah. It's no longer equal opportunity. No, no, no. It's equal outcomes, mm -hmm. and that's why they, if you look 
closely at their writings, they've stopped using the word equality when we're talking about left-wing academics. Mm -hmm. They use the word equity. It's a totally different concept. The words are close. The letters are close, everybody. <laughs> but look at the concepts. You know, um, Ibram Kendi is a guy who's, again, writing a children's book that's available in Target. And Amazon, is, Barnes and & Noble, Amazon, everywhere, everywhere you get children's and books. And look, I'm never for banning a book. No. Uh, more speech, the better. I'm I totally mean, I'm fine. for hiding some. Yes. <laughs> and this will continue. So and everyone's like, I love how people are like, you know, you're drawing more attention to it. Yeah, that's the point. The point of it is to draw, draw more attention to it. I know you're not going <laughs> to you're not trying to sell more copies of it, but people do need to know that this is there because you know what? This is the point with anti-racist as, yeah. as a title yeah. and as this book is that any average person could go in there and pick that book up and say, oh, well, I'm against anti I'm against racism, yeah. of course, because everybody's against racism. Right, of course. Everyone knows it's bad. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's like four people out there that are marching <laughs> in Charlottesville with with tiki torches that don't think that. But everybody else thinks it. Right. So everyone thinks it's a bad idea to be racist. So any normal mom might pick that up who's not a left wing crazy person. Right. Um, and the, the issue here is that it is a different thing. Race, the old definition of racism is changed with this new philosophy of anti-racism versus racism. It's no longer enough to want equality. You have to want more than that. And Ibram Kendi has specifically said this. Ibram Kendi is a man who has written a children's book that is in Target. that's outwardly advocating for, pushing for, celebrating the idea of discrimination. He wants discrimination. These are not my words. These are his words. He has said over and over again, he wants discrimination. He says the only solution for past discrimination is present discrimination. The only the only solution for present discrimination is future discrimination. He's saying because this system is, he believes, racist, right? The system of capitalism, mm -hmm. which is, again, hilarious that it's in a freaking target. I know. Uh, you know, the system of capitalism is, uh, is, is so racist that we must discriminate against white people because they're the ones that built the system mm -hmm. we must discriminate against them to even this whole situation out now if you're a communist if you're a socialist if you're a alexandria casio cortez type, yeah, this yeah. might sound delightful it's not the image of racism that i was taught as a kid it's not the one that i'm teaching to my kids and it's not the one that martin luther king wanted it is a, a full out assault against Martin Luther King's vision for this country. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The idea that people would be judged solely on the merit of their character and not the color of their skin is ancient. It's ancient history to people like Ibram Kendi. He hates that vision. Robin D'Angelo hates that vision because it takes all the power away, mm -hmm. right? The power that they are looking to vilify people with this charge of racist. And because no one is, those people are so small in our in our society now, they no longer get any power out of going after them. So they've changed the definition. So now you have to basically believe in hardcore left-wing policies to avoid racism. Mm -hmm. Because if you believe in capitalism, well, capitalism is racism. They've outwardly said it. Right. Right? So if you believe in the American system, the American economy, you're automatically a racist. Yeah. Well, then what do you do? Right. The only thing you can do is vote for Joe Biden or vote for Alexandria <laughs> Cortez. Uh, yeah. You know, Alexandria whatever the freak her name is. Right. Bernie Sanders, whoever it is, because uh, that's the only thing that's going to solve this problem. Mm -hmm. And so people should just be aware that this is a left-wing academic movement that has filtered into our society and is now being pushed by hardcore left-wing nutjobs through things like children's books. Yep. That's incredibly offensive and should be on everybody's radar. Just like if there was a hardcore right-wing movement that was being pushed through you know, uh, yeah. through children's books, yeah. it should be on the left-wing radar. That's all. Well, that's what I was saying to you earlier. Could you imagine 
if a white person wrote a book like this, just like we were talking about, you, you and Glenn talked about a couple weeks ago, uh, what is it? The White Parent Podcast? Oh, gosh, yeah. There's a yeah, podcast on the, from the New York Times called Nice White Parents. Yeah, Nice White Parents. Mm-hmm. If a white person wrote this book and mm-hmm. was outwardly expressing to be conscientious of another kid's skin color other than theirs, being a white child, that author would be canceled. Yeah, and, and, she, I mean, and they should be. And, and, and that's the thing is this stuff like the stuff that Kendi has written and the stuff like Robin D'Angelo has written. You know, these these books have been written before. Mm-hmm. They've been written to vilify Jews. They've been written to vilify every race on the planet. It's it, This is a long-term thing that's been around since the dawn of time. And it's not something that we're, we've embraced here. Mm-mm. You know, the whole thing, being able to exist in a society with a bunch of people you don't agree with, you go into uh, Sephora, you know, five, yep. six times a day. <laughs> and when you're in there, you're talking to people, some of which will vote for Trump, some yep. of which will vote for Biden, some of which don't care about politics at all, yep. some of which are socialists, some of which are hardcore right-wingers. They're probably racists you talk to, too. Yep, yep. You don't know that because we aren't supposed to judge people like this. Right, right. The whole Ibram Kendi approach to this is to judge people, is to, disc- I mean, literally create policies that discriminate against the power structure, right. and he defines the power structure as white people. This man is preaching racism in children's books. And no, we're not going to sit here and take it. And that's exactly what's happening with these people that are coming at me. They're right. like, well, she's a white woman. Yeah, She's course. a white mm-hmm. girl. Yep. And that's exactly what's happening. So yeah. we were saying earlier too, a lot of these trolls are literally judging a book by its cover. Like yeah. 90% of them <laughs> probably have no idea what who the hell Ibram Kendi is. Of course. Uh, they don't know. And they are looking at this video and they're um, automatically thinking look at this white girl and she's hiding this book she is so racist against black people hey guys my brother-in-law is black our niece and nephew are mixed and just, i am not at all he's racist an awesome, you know, awesome dude yep. like you know the kids are freaking adorable judging someone like dave as an mm-hmm. individual mm-hmm. is against what ibram kendi is asking you exactly. to do he exactly. wants you you know what we always talk about collating on this. This is getting, I don't want to get too deep. I know you're I mean, this is like a well, makeup podcast, honey, yeah, not I do, today, but I do normally. have lip gloss recommendations coming up. <laughs> uh, but like, you know, we talk about collectivism, right? When this is something where you're thinking of people as members of groups rather than individuals. Mm-hmm. And that's what racism is. Yeah. It's collectivism. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's against what we stand for. Yep. It's against, I mean, and I, I'm, you know, speaking as a, as a family, but yeah. as, a, as a political side of the aisle, I don't want anything to do with that. There are nut jobs who do it. Right. I don't want anything to do with it. Right. If you want to figure out if something you've just said is racist, and when we're talking about like all these people that are coming insulting you, read those and don't do this because you'll get fired from <laughs> uh, and, and get taken off of iTunes. But like read those comments and just insert change the color. Any one of the comments that came at you today, if you just changed the color of their skin, would be cause for firing for most people. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, and that just shows what this is. Yeah. It's a movement that winds up taking race, which is something that everyone has to. Dis- decades from Martin Luther King mm-hmm. on down to say, hey, this shouldn't be something that's important to you. Mm-hmm. If you're judging someone because they're a different color than you, you're an idiot, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. you're a moron. You're yeah. among the worst people in our society. That's why racist is such an effective insult. Right, like you are racist. Right, because right. everyone wants to avoid being called a racist because exactly. it's such a bad thing and we it, all yes, agree on that. Yes, yes, However, if you change that definition, everyone's already locked into thinking racism is bad. Mm-hmm. You change the definition and just say, well, it's just you because you're white and you're part of the power structure, even if you right. are a white person 
person who lives in a trailer park yep. and is $50,000 in debt and whose mom orf- orphaned them when they were a kid, right. you're still privileged. Because of the color of your skin. Right. This is obvious insanity. It's so right? dumb. So, I mean, like, I, you know, this is going to be something that's, it's a it's a big deal right now. Um, and it's going to be something that ha- everybody has to be aware of. And, and like, you know, look, these things should be discussed. I mean, I, I have no problem with that. But to put, to be putting them on unsuspecting kids, the reason everyone, you know, you had read me a couple of the comments earlier and they're like, how can you be a book against a book that's teaching against racism? It's literally judging a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. If you don't know anything about this, you know, this is what the internet is made of. Yeah. People who this don't is, know what they're is, talking this about. This is exactly why like they know what they're talking about. Stu stays off of it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like this is why he stays off of it because yeah. uh today was just nonstop on my phone deleting and blocking people. And, you know, I'm not going to respond to this person that posted about me because I don't have time for that. And I'm not gonna yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna entertain her. You've had dozens of conversations with people who disagree with you that are honest conversations mm-hmm. you know look there's no honesty in something like this when mm-hmm. you're you're getting your uh, your followers to come insult uh, not only you yeah. but our kids, our kids. And, and everything else yeah like that's not going to be something that uh, is going to lead to an uh, an actual conversation though you've had plenty of those conversations i've had many before. conversations with yeah. people that say listen i'm just trying to understand your opinion or your stance on this and why and I've had plenty of dialogue you know behind the scenes and we end up all agreeing to disagree but like I'm on great terms with a lot of these people of course like they're like thank you so much for clearing that up and I'm like and thank you for letting me know I'm glad that you I'm not gonna sit here and entertain any of these trolls like you're all getting blocked so i, I mean it gets you through a good you know, it gives you a good podcast type uh, topic here and it's I mean, fun if to anything, talk about this came about yeah this is my response to our friend up in philadelphia who decided to post about me this is my answer to you and all of your followers yeah and look you know i i'm sure who knows who these people you know i, I, mean, I have no honestly. idea who these social media people are yeah um, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure a handful of people I've blocked. I'm sure. I keep saying this is like you know everybody's <laughs> insane until November fourth. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no chance of having a rational conversation no. with someone until Literally, the election no. is over. No. Look, we all agree that racism is bad, right? Like so, it's 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 a silly conversation. Like it's a silly idea that you need to go. It, you know, I think people don't really notice it. It's it's just like you know if you go through life. And no one teaches you that race race is the most important thing in the universe. You're likely to think that race isn't all that important. You know exactly. why? Because it isn't. It's it isn't. dumb. It's stupid. Yeah. It's a it's an immutable characteristic that makes absolutely no difference. Now, yes, there have been generations of people who have used it for power and all sorts of really terrible things. The point is to get past that, not to highlight it again, mm-hmm. not to once we're get, once we're moving past it to try to dredge it back up mm-hmm. and divide people all over again. Mm-hmm. But that is the tactic. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there's anything at all wrong with calling it out. Um, I mean, from a capitalist perspective, I don't know that I, I approve of you hiding books, but uh, <laughs> other than that, no, I mean, it's, it was very funny. Uh, but it is one of those things where it should be called out. It should be one of those things that people who respect the old school Martin Luther King version mm-hmm. of what racism is mm-hmm. um, are aware that while there's not all that many offensive things in that book per se right it is a foundational um entryway for uh people to go into kendy's writings obviously we were watching a little clip from the today show where they they show the picture and it's like this one little beautiful uh uh, child of color looking at these wonderful butterflies and they and they just brush by it like it's nothing well if you look closely at the picture what you're seeing is 
the little baby, the black baby, mm-hmm. wants to play with the butterflies, and uh, an evil white arm is there collecting them into a trap. Into a net, into yeah. Into a net, right? Like, to try to take them away. Right. And, like, this is what the messaging really is. It's yeah. that white people are all it's... racist, whether they are $100,000 in debt living in a trailer or not. Right. Um, because they are atop of the power structure, which, to me, is completely insulting to African Americans. Right. right. Like, and yeah. any other person of color. To set up this idea that white people are atop of the power structure, that's what racists want to want you to believe. They want want you to believe that white people are at the top of the of the power structure and you don't live in a country that's fair mm-hmm. and you don't live at you know the, the most fair country that has ever existed in the history of the world right and you know look we're religious people we go to the church we like the bible we like these things mm-hmm. and we realize that this is an imperfect world right we live in a society that is not utopia right like that's we're not this is not heaven <laughs> right so we're not all perfect and there are flaws but you have to ask yourself, as compared to what? Yeah. We are racist as compared to what? Right. Any other country on earth? Go to China. Tell me how much racism is there. How many people are behind walls and prison camps there? Mm-hmm. Go all over Europe. You think Europe is this enlightened country? Look at the racism in Europe. It's horrific. We are the best at it, who's ever done this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this society and capitalism being uh, and, and the founding uh, of this country being the spark for it has created a more equitable country that has ever been seen in the history of the world. And you can try to destroy that if you want, but I I mean, I think it's a pretty good development. Well, the funny part is that all these people bitching about capitalism are the ones that are on their iPhones and their Apple Watches and they're reposting (laughs) things. They're Amazon priming their anti-racist baby books. They're doing same day prime, (laughs) but they hate capitalism. Oh, it's the worst. The evil white man. At one point earlier in quarantine, there was a video that went viral and I think I actually reposted it. Um, And it was of a cop, bad evil white cop goes to hug this little black girl and she receives the hug and she goes, are you going to hurt me? Well, this is the exact example we're talking about. What five-year-old says that unless she's been told, they've been told cops are bad. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they always say that racism is taught, which I believe, which they're trying to now change, right? Like now it's this inherent in the color of your skin if you're a racist or not. Right. But this book is definitely right. a starting point for parents that are like, make sure you watch out for friends that you make and make sure <laughs> that you take note of the color of their skin. Yeah, I mean, that's so bad. It's what a so terrible thing bad. to teach kids. I, I know. God, that's the last thing in the world they should be thinking about is the color of their skin. That's how these problems... This is the easy, the easy safety tip that I always come back to, is never, ever, ever make a decision based on the color of someone's skin. Mm-hmm. If you can just say, I will never, ever do that, and if you ever catch yourself trying to do it, yeah. you, should, you should say you shouldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. The pro- all of this, Kendi, Robin D'Angelo, this entire movement, is made up of the idea that you should make decisions based on the color of their skin. The exact that is opposite. The exact opposite. opposite. That is what I think yep. of as racism. And you know what? I think 90% of people in America think that's what racism is. Yeah. Making decisions based on the color of their skin. Categorizing an entire group of people with negative characteristics. Well, what is a negative characteristic but racism? Mm -hmm. Right? When you say all white people are racist, what is that? That's racism. Yeah. That's what it is. That's exactly what I was called out a thousand times on. It's a pretty silly thing. You know, you have to understand that a lot of these, you're getting a lot of people who are not not exactly well read. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, the bright, not the brightest. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> no. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of idiots on the internet, and and look, you know, people write nasty comments, and they they feel good about themselves, and you know, you, you give them that moment. Good, good for them. Yeah. Um. You know, but I think w- when it comes down to actually parenting children, I mean, I think it's important to know the backgrounds of these things. You know, you. you 
I don't think that there's necessarily anything horrific in that particular book, but but it is a foundational entryway for uh, his writings. And his writings are, you know, it's why you see um, uh, many of the attitudes pushed uh, by the media, by academia, where you say, you know, p- police officers are bad and there's this, you know, genocide a- against African-Americans mm-hmm. and all these things that aren't proven out in statistics, but shouldn't be. Mm-mm. I mean, like, they outwardly say, uh, it doesn't matter what the data says. It matters what what uh, how it makes people feel. Mm-hmm. And like I, I just don't want to live in a world where the data doesn't matter. It does matter. Yeah. Um. And you know everybody like they always have this idea. Um. You know on all these big shows and and things like the Today Show where like wow I can't believe African Americans have to have this talk with their kids where they have to tell them that police officers you have to be nice to police officers because they might shoot you. Well. Every parent has that talk, uh, some version of it. We've had our, that talk with our kids who are are white. And what we say to them is be nice to police officers. Yeah. Right? Like, because that's what you should be. In fact, we say that you should be nice to everyone. Yeah. Like, that's what we teach our kids, or at least try to. And, you know, we say you should be nice to police officers, not because they're going to kill you if you don't. Right. Because this is how... You have a civilization. You respect these authority figures in these institutions. It's important. It's how people stay together and live together, even when you don't like them. Right. You, yeah, you respect a police officer and you comply with the police officer. If the police officer is asking you to step out of the car, you don't resist. You get out of the car. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, I mean, it's not that hard. People are like, oh, you know, they, they made these, there's all these memes going around about how you know, when when African-Americans say uh, when, when they try to surrender, they get shot and how white mm-hmm. people don't. And it's like, well, <laughs> look, there obviously are circumstances where this has happened. Uh, right? Yeah. Like there's been there's bad cops. There's things that are happening. But, you know, like uh, we can go through all the statistics. It's not there's no point here until we get to our lip gloss uh, recommendations <laughs> in just a minute. That's the best. Everybody should have that conversation. Right. That's a, that's a smart conversation to have. You should respect authority figures uh, when police uh, come up and ask you to do things. You should do them. But you shouldn't be putting the fear of God in your kids. Because if you say, hey, if you're not nice, they're going to kill you. Yeah. Well, when that, well that's why well, they're running away. Right. <laughs> when they panic, you know, in yeah. a situation like if it, whether no matter what the color of their skin yes. is, if you fill them with the idea that police officers are the devil. Yeah. Well, of, well, of, course, of course, they're going to react in these ways. And, yeah. You know, look, that doesn't mean that police are always right. They're not. But many times these things can be avoided by acting differently, on, you know, on both sides. Um, I, I just I feel like this is we're a little bit off uh, the topic the, here. The topic well, here. Not but, really. But yeah. Yeah. The, the idea here is that if you're going to have a left wing academic movement given to your children at Target in a cha- in a kid's book for babies, you should know about it. I feel like that's well, not also, too crazy. Uh, and I would also like to say if you need this book to teach your kids. Yeah. I mean, you don't, but you don't, you don't, you don't need this book. Maybe just try to be a good parent. You don't need to have a book to tell you how to show your kids that if they meet somebody that's of a different skin color, they're bad. Yeah. If that happens, then Ibram Kendi doesn't get his money. (laughs) Of course. uh, So we got to get this book in every, everywhere. (laughs) And you know what? If you go to the target around me, you'll find those two books hidden in between the workout (laughs) mats in aisle four. Okay. Okay. So I'm thinking. Um, I like the the uh the really shiny lip gloss the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the one that's kind of the color of the lips. What, what's that uh, one? What? Oh, like yeah. I mean, if you're gonna have like the na- the nudes. Is, the nudes. There. The you nudes. Go. I didn't want to get too X-rated oh. on this program. Well. 
There is one, what's the lip gloss? Not There's not a lip gloss. There's like a um, texture that I don't like. Here's the test. Okay. What is it? What's it called? What is the texture of a certain type of lipstick that I refuse to wear because I've said many times it makes me feel like a corpse? Um, I mean, it's like a corpse. Okay, it, it, it rhymes with the word fat. Matt. Yes. Yes. Thanks. Thank you. Three points for Stu. I know things about there paint. There we go. <laughs> All right, so there you go. In a nutshell, I just we wanted to address the video that I thought was buried and tucked away and forgotten about, but apparently a couple of people have found it. And everybody wants to make the name on the internet, I suppose. Somebody goes, days. you know, you've made yourself famous, but not in a good way. I'm like, well, I'll talk to you on Chad Prather's show tomorrow. See ya. <laughs> There you have it. I hope that we answered some of your questions regarding the anti-racist baby book. Sure to be a hot seller. Shouts to my hubs, Stu. You can catch him weekdays on the Glenn Beck program and on his TV show, Stu Does America, on weeknights, Blaze TV and YouTube. You can catch me, of course, on Instagram most of the time and right here on any platform that you Get your podcast on a new episode coming up on Friday. I'll be on Chad Prather's show later. So follow him too. He's amazing. He's so funny. I love him. At Watch Chad. Have a great week and I'll talk to you on Friday.